Welcome to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast, bringing you actionable tips to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Tracy Baird. If you care about nutrition and fitness and want to make progress in your unique wellness journey, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the podcast. This season, we're talking about thriving through the holidays. Today, I wanted to discuss minimizing sweets and treats. Now, I love sweets and treats, and I'm sure you do too. But in the holidays, I find that many people offer me sweets and treats, and it's hard to resist. So making a plan is a great idea. So let's talk about a few strategies to minimize the amount of sweets and treats we are consuming through the holidays. I did read that the average American gains seven pounds between Halloween and New Year's. So if I could just hold steady (laughs) and maintain my weight, that would definitely be a win. So let's talk about some of these ideas I have for minimizing overconsuming of sweets. One idea is out of sight. I have definitely found this to be true in my personal life. If I hide something away, perhaps even putting it in a cabinet that is not the usual cabinet, I eat less of it. For some examples of this, when I was growing up, my grandmother had a bowl during the holiday season heading toward Christmas, a bowl of spearmint leaves. And by that, I mean these sort of gummy type candies that are dyed green. They look like a, a spearmint leaf in shape. They're covered in sugar. They're chewy. My grandma had these out on the table at all times. My great-grandma also kept a bowl all year long of hard candies and also some sort of like caramel-type chewy candies. Those would always be available when I went to her home. So (laughs) at your own home, if you're following your family's tradition of putting out sweets in a bowl that is always available, might be a good idea to change that habit. (laughs) Maybe only put the bowl out when you're having guests or not put it out at all. And I already alluded to hiding things in a cabinet. So if you have just say your usual snacks in a certain place and you have some special holiday treats, you might want to put them somewhere else. So you're not just seeing them every time you open the cabinet for a can of black beans (laughs) to make dinner. You're not seeing a big container of dark chocolate covered caramels, (laughs) which is one thing that I love. And I actually hide dark chocolate covered caramels whenever I receive them. I tend to receive them as a gift because I love them. I put them in my dining room in my china cabinet. So they're there if I intentionally want to go get a caramel, but they're not sort of popping up every time I open the kitchen cabinets. Another idea related to putting things out of sight is to put things in your freezer. So I recently made some fudgy brownies at home. It actually was a pretty healthy recipe, which contained pumpkin puree. (laughs) But still, despite it being a relatively healthy recipe, there is a risk of me overeating delicious chewy brownies. So what I did was I cut them into the squares and serving sizes, and I froze about two-thirds of the brownies in the freezer. I will say a risk of this is some things I discovered are delicious frozen. (laughs) So this might not be as big of a deterrent as one might think. But in this case, these brownies are actually not very good frozen. I did discover that already. (laughs) So in order to eat a brownie, I'm going to have to take it out and, you know, pre-plan it, let it sit out for a while, or perhaps, you know, zap it in my 
microwave. But in any case, having it out of sight in the freezer is much better than the usual place that brownies reside, which is on our kitchen counter until they're gone. Hey, it's Tracy. I'm cutting in and interrupting myself because I really want to connect with you. You can find me on social media at Tracy Baird Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. Now, back to the show. Another strategy for minimizing the overeating of sweets and treats during the holidays is to consider substitutions. So instead of those delicious chocolate-covered caramels, just say I typically serve them on a plate at a holiday meal, you know, on a dessert bar, perhaps the substitute, which is so delicious, (laughs) but you might not have thought of it, would be to have dates and put some nut butter on top and sprinkle that perhaps with some chopped nuts. So thinking about some substitutions of things that you might normally have that are healthier based on your priorities would be a great idea. Another thing to consider is timing. So just say you frequently do a baking day (laughs) and it's a big baking day with a lot of different cookies and sweets. You might want to just delay that, do it later, closer to the holiday, rather than, for the example of Christmas, rather than doing it on December 1st, maybe doing it on December 15th or 20th, so that the amount that you consume over the month would be diminished just based on delaying. So just delaying can be helpful. You might, you know, if you're purchasing special ingredients, you might just delay purchasing them till it's a little closer to the holiday. Another idea is to set limits or rules. So in the case of those yummy, yummy (laughs) chocolate-covered caramels, I used to actually receive a gift of them from my grandfather. When he was alive, he would give us some money and some caramels from a special chocolatier place in New Brunswick, New Jersey. He made a special trip each year at Christmas and at Valentine's Day to get all the grandchildren a box of these caramels. I don't know if it was a quarter pound box or a half a pound box, but I would consume that box in less than 48 hours for sure. Sometimes less than 24 hours. (laughs) When I got married, this persisted. My husband started getting a box as well. He is not as much of a sweet tooth as I am. I would be basically begging him for his caramels when mine were all gone. So setting a limit or a rule, for example, having one or two caramels a day would be a great idea. Or you might say, I will eat this, but I won't eat anything else. So for example, my husband and I used to be invited to an event that had an array of desserts. They had a butter cake on the dessert bar that was so scrumptious and so delicious and worth every bite. (laughs) So my husband and I, we went to this event regularly. So we decided If they have butter cake at this event, we will eat it. If they do not have butter cake, we will simply eat the fruit that is on uh, the dessert bar. So we made that rule and it was, I love that rule because it was very clear. And when they had the butter cake, I ate it with no guilt. When they didn't have the butter cake, I ate the fruit. Some people cannot manage limits very well, but they actually can limit by abstaining completely. So another idea is to just say no and completely abstain from whatever things you think are sweets and treats that you should not have. I would recommend coming up with a strategy to use in social situations when people, you know, are trying to hand you 
<laughs> something that you've decided you aren't going to eat. So for me, for example, I actually do try to minimize dairy because it causes me some stomach upset. So it's really easy if the item contains dairy for me to say, oh, no, thank you. I'm trying to limit my dairy. That is an idea. You could say I'm trying to limit my sugar. I'm trying to limit my gluten. I you could just say simply no, but I do feel it's good to be armed with some ideas and things you're comfortable with saying to others in case they're encouraging you to have something that's not on your plan. So guys, I hope you have a beautiful holiday season filled with just the right amount of sweets and treats. If you do want to minimize them, I hope some of these ideas like putting it out of sight, substituting, delaying and you using the timing to your advantage, creating rules or limits, and considering just saying no. I hope some of these strategies are helpful to you. I'm here because I care about you. I want you to live your best life, and you are worth it. Thank you for listening to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Teachers podcast. For more from me, head over to my website and grab my latest free resource. You can find it at tracybairdwellness.com slash free. That's F-R-E-E. If you want more podcasts, vote with your five-star review wherever you listen. Your feedback really does make a difference. Now, make it a great day.